everyone. Welcome to Creative Within, a podcast about building your own career in the design, animation, and motion graphics world. We bring creative entrepreneurs to share their journey to the top. They'll inspire you and give that little push you need to take your own actions. I'm your host, Dion. I'm a motion graphics consultant and a co-founder of Superpixel, an animation studio based in Singapore and Indonesia. You can check out our website at superpixel.sg. Let's get it straight. The creative industry is not always exciting. Clement shares his tears and blood while investing in himself as a motion designer. He works real hard in scaling his business and venturing into a tech startup. Clement also shares a very hard truth that everyone has to face upon entering the creative field. It's going to be like a hard pill to swallow. If you wish to know the nitty-gritty of the motion graphics industry, listen to the very end of this episode. Uh, I mean, I'll just start with like, you know, where, where, um, what did I study and everything. So, um, I started, uh, when I studied, I didn't study design at all. I was, uh, I was, uh, I had a degree and a diploma in all computer science. So, my very first job and everything was, uh, I was, I was a programmer, uh, more than a designer. So, uh, but what was very interesting is I always wanted to be a designer, but, uh, you know, based on what I studied, um, most of the people tell you like, I, you know, developers don't try to be a designer, etc. But um, you know, great designs always like intrigued me like, in some ways. So what happened was uh, I was in my very first job um, and and uh, I was doing a lot of websites and everything. But um, I wanted to I wanted to push the website a little bit more. So uh, I went to learn After Effects on my own. Uh, and of course, Andrew Kramer is, is definitely the biggest hero uh, of my of my career. Uh, I watched every single tutorial of his and, and, and I just replicated everything that I could and to the best knowledge I can. And uh, moving from then um, I think moving forward, one, one or two years later, from that very first company that I worked in, I was headhunted into an agency, uh, advertising. So I was uh, more involved in doing a lot of, uh, more still doing front end stuff at first, uh, all the banners uh, and all the microsites, etc. But um, I still got a great flair in terms of wanting to learn uh, motion design. So that that actually pushed me to. Uh, you know, practice even more after effects stuff and everything. And uh, one day, you know, I, I'm very lucky to have like, you know, great supervisors, etc. to see that hey, actually I can do a certain kind of work. Um, and that itself, like, come, uh, they gave me an opportunity to work on uh, the very first project, which was uh, Adidas. So Adidas did not have much budget at first. Uh, so they said, like, maybe you can do it internally, etc. So like, you know, so what happened was, uh, I was doing this animation, uh, conceptualizing with my art director and um when that happened right and we went to shoot uh in the studio in singapore then i think that's when band also just started in a abundant <laughs> so uh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that so, so that was uh, one of the oh, start of my career uh yeah it's actually all linked uh. so uh he was direct he was directing that shoot and uh i was just you know basically just a motion designer back then uh so after that he, he shot everything i brought it back to to the office to you know start editing all the shots and you know just adding graphics and VFX on it. So it got to a point yeah, then, then you know after after that it became quite a big thing in terms of the agency realized that, hey, actually I can do so much more, right? So uh more and more opportunities started happening. I started doing stuff for Heineken, Johnny Walker, Tiger Beer, etc. in terms of their motion design. 
stuff. Uh, so I was there for like two years in an advertising agency, and uh, I reckon like you know, after what so 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 I can't every day I push myself to watch one tutorial. So it, it could be from Video Copilot or even for uh, Grace Gorilla, Nick Campbell. So uh, I told myself, you know what, just watch one tutorial and replicate the work exactly first. You know, I wasn't a great designer, so I was like, you know what? I just let let me let me just get my technical stuff right because if I can't use the software well, I, I typically can't design well, lah. So um, every day it's just like every day I'm watching one tutorial and, and, and you know just just replicating it. But back then, like that was like what, ten years ago, so YouTube wasn't a big thing that that big of a thing. Like tutorial wasn't that like everywhere now, right? It was like really really limited. Um, but uh, it got to a point where I, I, I learned Sigma 4D and After Effects to a certain point. But I um, I did not understand the fundamentals of 3D development because it's still online tutorial, etc. So I kind of saved up a little bit. I went to uh, I went to LA to start. I went to Norman uh, School of Visual Effects to study 3D. Uh, so then I kind of understood. Um, they kind of taught me the basics of 3D, like you know what's a polygon, what's a blur, how to model stuff, etc. Right. So uh, I was there for like a year. And because the the, the the agent, I had a huge agency portfolio, lah. So that actually helped me to actually uh, score some jobs in, in states. Uh, I did a music video there uh, for this guy called Hunter Hayes and Macy Gray. Uh, right now, I now doing this video. At first, I didn't realize that maybe this guy is famous, Hunter Hayes. But right now, he after he became quite famous. If you go Google uh, Hunter Hayes uh, wanted, so I can paste you the link, lah. So the right now there's like 70, 70 over million views on YouTube. So one year later, I, I I left the states and came back to Singapore, and I got headhunted back into a production house uh, doing broadcast work like, for like Nickelodeon, ESPN, MediaCorp. Yeah, so that's all, all 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 this broadcast work like. So uh, I was there for like uh, one, a year and a half, and uh, it got and just 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 typically doing motion design work like, all the time, right? So this you um, were working for a studio, right? Yeah, yeah color team during this time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and that itself, like, you know, I I, I learned quite a lot uh, and I pushed myself quite a bit uh, because the timeline is always crazy in broadcast, right? Uh, so, and, and you know, the, the amount of deliverables in broadcast is intense, man. <laughs> I'm sure you know it. Uh, so, so, yeah. So, uh, yeah. But uh, it's, it, it could be the repetitive kind of work, but it's just like, you know, there's a lot of adaptations. Um, so that's one thing. And um, I was doing a lot of show promos like, for ESPN. Um, and moving forward, I was there for one and a half years, two years. Uh, then I got headhunted back into advertising agency uh, to uh, to be a creative group head. Um, so I was leading a few a, a few more creatives uh, in the in the agency, and I was uh, working on a Bosch farm of uh, the, the the electronics. Uh. I was there for like six months plus ish, maybe eight months max. And then I realized that maybe I just want to you know just do my own thing, uh. yeah. Because uh, along this whole entire journey, right, uh, back then motion design was was. Not that big. I mean, people will see it as broadcast, but there's a lot of other mediums in motion design, and and uh, a lot of pe- people that, that 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 like their agency or, or other companies, they typically do not understand motion design as a whole. So when I try to pitch or, or I try to tell people what what my passion about motion design, it's always very different, like, You know, people don't understand and and uh, people think it's easy, but you know, there's a lot of like technicality and a lot of ways to cheat, etc. But nobody, uh, I felt that I did not have a strong community of friends or whoever to to kind of uh, talk to things about and because all my friends are from agency right so uh, I do not have much production friend as I make a few lah but not a lot so I, I thought like you know why not I start uh, offset my own business lah uh, and I um and, and, and so so that I can create a place where 
it's all uh, motion designs where we all can gather and create really really awesome stuff lah. And because I reckon motion design doesn't does not necessarily have to live with in just uh, broadcast world or whatever. Actually, motion design is everywhere. It's, it, it can be done. It can you know you can do it anywhere, right? And and it can it can live anywhere. So it's just a matter of the medium. Motion design is never just um, like just moving stuff, but it's just a, a, like a, in a way it, it's a it's a storytelling tool lah. I look at that. Uh, so 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 seven years ago, uh, I started Offset. Is it seven years ago? Holy shit! Seven years ago, yeah. So wow, that's a long time, right? <laughs> that's a long time, man. Um, so I started. Uh, I co-founded Offset with uh, David, uh, and uh, I knew David from dance. Uh, when uh, I was uh, in Nyan Poly, and he was in Nyan Poly, we have few mutual friends, etc. So David was uh, from the broadcast side. He was working at Starhub and, uh, and HBO and stuff like that. So when we started Offset. Uh, I was from the advertising side, so the businesses that we that we had was like for clients like Samsung, uh, SIA, F1, etc. Uh, but um, for for David side, it's mostly startup, uh, Fox, and maybe HBO, right? Uh, so so the team actually, you know, we started building our team and actually expanded uh, to a certain size. For I mean, we always had this conversation like you know, um, should we always remain offset as a service business or can we do like you know, uh, something more, right? Uh, because Ultimately, I feel that we can do we can do motion design. We can do it so 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 that well, right? But uh, <laughs> I think it's just uh, is it where 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 is the the end of the road, right? And when is the the light at the end of the tunnel where where we say like, okay, let's build something, let's invest the time on ourselves that can scale rather than uh, we just keep doing projects after projects after projects after projects. I mean, no matter how much passion we have, right, it's technically impossible to keep up. I, I mean, it's not that I don't love to do it. I love to do it, but um, you know, when it, it, every time when you start afresh, I mean, it gets a little bit taxing. I would say, um, but of course, every time is a new challenge. But uh, we, but you know, we decide that maybe we should start investing in ourselves, right? Uh, investing in a way where we can see something that can grow. Uh, so that being said, uh, two, three, two, three years ago, uh, one thing that triggered us to really start was. Uh, uh, some of my friends from agency they went to Facebook. Uh, they called me one day and said, "Hey, maybe we should collaborate, etc." So they was like, "Okay, sure." Then, then we started uh, getting very, really, really close with Facebook in terms of what we do in terms of uh, piloting some some new stuff. Uh, so so we started understanding that contents that are driven with stats rather than just content that look aesthetically nice. And I think that is one uh, trap that a lot of uh, designers see. And, and I, I, I am I, I am guilty of that at the start uh, because I like to design very very great aesthetically looking stuff. But you know, sometimes you know the message get diluted or or it's just um, based on stats. You know, like 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 I make a sixty second video and I put it on Facebook for example, right? Nobody's gonna watch that. <laughs> That's the, I mean, but but maybe people watch the first five seconds and after that uh, it will be just you know. The, 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 if you look at it as a graph, at the start maybe there's a lot, but it just keeps getting less and less and less and less. So um, that is that is crucial in terms of why we are creating content. If my my take about creating content is, if nobody's watching it, then I see I I I feel that there's not much of a purpose in creating it because I feel that the content that we create must have an audience. So that that, that kind of links with design and purpose. Yeah. Um. So so uh, moving from from that point, I guess like. We were doing a lot of stuff with Facebook and Instagram, um, and and that itself uh, kind of um, kind of projected offset in terms of the direction. Uh, we started thinking maybe we should leave the broadcast industry in terms of doing that kind of content, 
Uh, maybe it's time for us to look at another landscape, which is a mobile landscape. Yeah, because uh, we we constantly ask ourselves, lah, like you know, do we even watch TV? <laughs> because I think that's one one struggle that we have. Like we do broadcast, but you know, we we typically don't really watch that. I mean, we may not be the, the audience, but uh, we feel that you know the the bigger the bigger pie and the bigger play is at um is in the mobile. So uh, three years ago we start we start focusing more on mobile mobile content, uh, and that's what offset is uh, more focused right now in terms of our day to day. We do. I mean, it's not that we don't do great content. We do great. We do very very good nice content, but it's in the mobile uh, landscape more than just. That means we don't do HD stuff anymore. We do square. We do vertical etc. Moving a little bit forward, like after doing that kind of con- content, um. We realize that you know actually there's a lot of small business like start talking to Facebook and everything, but we are doing all, for all the bigger brands like McDonald's, La Huawei, Amazon and stuff like that. But um, all the small small brands actually typically do not have uh, access to such uh, knowledge, lah. In terms of uh, like why why create a fifteen second video? You know maybe then five three years later maybe it's a six second video now, right? Our mission is to actually. Um, Help the SMEs around around the world. Then and that's my that's when uh, I started diverting my 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 attention in terms of um, making content just for the big boys uh, to the mass crowd, um, which is the online video platform. Because typically, I, I we can't we cannot just help them do video by video. It, it, it just it's impossible to impact the world. But um, we if we create a platform that's easy to use, uh, then maybe we can we can actually you know. Help the world, right? Help, help, help that, help that gap, you know, solve the gap. It wasn't easy, I, I would say, uh, creating a tech platform. Um, we 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 had a lot of mistakes, uh, because like me and David was, uh, like you know, we 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 created a successful motion design company, but um, creating something that is tech is a, uh, I would say, it's a different play, like, It's a different game, man. It's crazy. Uh, it takes a lot of time, takes a lot of figuring out, it's a lot of testing. Uh, but I definitely think that we we definitely learn a lot along, along the way, like, There's a lot of failures. Uh, and uh, we, I think we made a lot of mistakes along the way. Um, but of course, uh, we learned from it, and, and we started, you know, just just getting better. And uh, right now, I think our best hire was, you know, to get our CTO in, 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 uh, to, to start developing stuff and you know, start start building all the stuff that, that that we reckon is what uh, easier for 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 the mass crowd. And of course, the goal is to create something like creating video can be as easy as creating a powerpoint slide like, that's what we always say right uh because no matter how much we try to add in uh in terms of, like you know after effects sometimes it's when you open it's very scary and, and it scares a lot of people and in, in everyday people are like whoa 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 chill man so <laughs> uh, i think you know uh that one of the biggest challenges is how do we try to keep something create something uh, looking so easy but you know create something that uh, but the output of the video looks a little bit more complex and a little bit more high end so yeah i mean of your journey is right rough, roughly now three years uh, offset is around seven years um yeah and, and, and on a day-to-day basis if i have time uh, i do my instagram stuff but uh i'm, I'm, I'm trying to play catch up it's, 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 <laughs> okay it's really impossible to uh, just try to do so much stuff uh, and my plates are so full. <laughs> I, I, I try, I try, I try, I try, I try to keep up with it, uh, like once or twice, you know, twice a week. I guess. Yeah, I, 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 I typically can't keep it up uh, on a day-to-day basis. Now. But I, I mean, I enjoy doing it because it makes me explore uh, a lot of stuff. Uh, you know, I, I always have one objective, right? I want, for example, uh, when I'm doing my everyday, back then when I did my everyday, uh, it was very dark. I was because uh, I'm a big fan of people. So I actually keep mm. the, the, the dark stuff, the chromey stuff and everything, right? 
put it to like a high reflection index and then you know just just put in the toxin high spotlight strong you know that works but i, I reckon that you know uh to me it's not i mean i do it but I, I'm, I'm always following someone um, so i thought like uh can i have my try, try to create an identity that, 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 that just 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 defines who my kind of style uh. so uh, and i asked myself like you know uh what is one thing that i'm not exactly good at so I was like saying maybe the colors, color, colors, uh, combination, color palette stuff. Is I mean, I always need a reference. I can't create it just by not looking at it, right? So um, I told myself like, you know what? Since um, why not just try to change my everyday style and, and, and just you know, let's 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 have the mission, right? Just color combination. Let's create something fun without looking at color palettes. Yeah, so so that there was uh, something something that uh, was my main goal and objective. Um, so 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 it's very clear. That I wanted to create something fun, colorful, and it makes people feel happy. So just now, I think you mentioned about, and I I read you know some of your interviews before this. You mentioned you wanted to be the best motion designers, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I and also, I think after you 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 done you've done work with Facebook. Mm-hmm. I think it kind of open up your 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 perspective in 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 aesthetics and visuals and you know statistics, right? Yep. Did it you know change you in some way that you know some designers we want to create the best looking visuals and yep. you know at the same time looking at the data, how how does it change you? Yeah, I mean that's that's a good question. Uh, yeah, I, I used to want to be the best motion designer. Wow. In the world, or yeah. whatever, right? Yeah. Uh, Everyone wanted to be. Everybody, I mean, that's a dream, right? I, I saw, some, I see something on Behance. I think I can do better. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I. But you know, there's always this void. Uh, like, uh, I always ask myself, like, how when I'm even when I'm selling the clients, the work. Uh, I mean, like, how do I justify that this design works? For example, why why this color? Why this typography? Why like? Mm. Why, why, why not slide in? You know, why not rotate in? You know, things like that. Um, I, I, I think that every every kind of motion um, movement, I would say, has a different vibe. Um, and and that itself justifies why we do what we do. Uh, I may be wrong, but that's how I feel. For example, uh, I'll just put like maybe for example a fading. A fading gives you a soothing feeling. Whatever slightly makes you feel a bit more agey and stuff like that. Right. Uh, these are the small small details that I kind of think that. Uh, in the long run, creates uh, and makes people look at motion design very differently. Uh, I, I feel motion design, yes, it's about great design, great composition, uh, great animation. Uh, but overall, it has to, it has. But you know, everything um, connects back to like just how does it make people feel? Yeah, uh, mm. yeah, and, and and how does it make people feel? Uh, as an overall, is it equates to a to some somewhat a statistic, right? Uh, maybe like ten people watch your uh, motion design piece, and they be like, "Yeah, it makes me feel good. I like it." You know, okay, that that that's great. Or maybe like if if two person would say like, "Hey, maybe I'm not feeling it," three person will say, "Yeah, it's too fast," and another four person will say, and another four person will say, "Oh, uh, like oh, maybe I, I I like it for example." But these four people, these these ten people, for example, they are all um, in very different professions. For example, one is a marketer, maybe one one is a, maybe. A taxi driver or one is like a designer, etc. Right. So, uh, being a designer, you always look at different stuff. You look at nice colors, nice nice typography. Um, you know, like 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 what you're very used to seeing behind. Uh, but 
as a let's say a very layman person they are, they are looking at very different things and uh, I, I, I mean mostly they are looking at maybe messaging uh, it's a text do I have enough time to read the text <laughs> I think I think that's something <laughs> that you want to try right and, and, and I think there's this this constant pressure about like oh I have to I have to uh, uh, make it so I, I mean I don't want to spoil my design I put too much emotion to my design right mm. and then sometimes you, you, you get you get too blinded by the blind side of what the, the, the client actually wants or what layman actually sees and to me uh, I think these are all steps and that itself I feel that if you want to be a very successful designer uh, or motion designer then I feel you know you have to really consider all these uh, different perspective of people because ultimately an audience um does not only consist of just designers, but a lot of people are just looking at Behance and Behance only. Yeah, so, mm. so so looking at the whole entire picture is what makes you a better designer. Um, not because you're better at your or your technicality or, or, or just anything uh, related to motion design. Of course, it, it does relate to being a great better designer. But if you can see the other perspective and be a bit more empathetic on um, what other people see, right, in terms of your design. Right? And that, that's when you, you have the extra age and 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 it, it makes you more unique than just being a designer. It makes you more valuable. Yeah. And also I think design is solving at the core of it is solving a problem, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I always tell my, my guys that you know, uh, we are we are creative problem solvers. Um yeah, I mean <laughs> like like yeah, typically the client is paying us to solve their problems, right? Not to create more problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if your design is not solving the problem, then, then we should really relook it and, and and you know just um just see how we can do better, you know. Uh, and and one one thing is you know uh, I I'll say yeah have a lot of pride in the work, but don't get to the point where you uh, are too. Take pride. it too personal. Yeah, I guess once it gets too personal <laughs> or once your ego comes in the way, you will be blinded by everybody's opinion, and that is when you stop improving. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 and and I I guess like it's very natural for for, for people to have uh, a lot of emotion because maybe they spend like three days yeah. or something right, and then when someone comes in and say actually you know maybe you can do this <laughs> can do that etc right, um then people like you know it gets very emotional you know because because you spend so much time doing it and it's very natural but uh, you know take a step back you know just just look at um the perspective of what someone else is saying. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty sure everybody has some sort of, 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 of a point. Uh, yeah, and, and of course sometimes you know it'd be pointless, lah, but of course I, I would say <laughs> try to try to weigh it out. Lah. Just just listen. It's just just I, I guess being a designer is very important. No, I, I just want to ask you a bit about the scalability of the, you know, because initially mm. I think you and me we started as like wanting to be a great motion design studio, the best looking in Asia or something. <laughs> and then, you know, we realized that, oh shit, it's, it can't be scalable, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as a business, it's, there's some limitation in, in this, having this boutique animation or motion graphics studio, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, we face the same problem. Uh, definitely when you start, you are very, very driven. I mean, we are still driven, don't get me wrong. We still like <laughs> Uh, but we, we just have a clearer perspective of things. Um, yeah. I think, you know, being scalability, because I think uh, in this motion design world, um, it's, it's, very hu- it's, it's a very human-driven job. Uh, mm. And it's very, um, 
labor intensive, right? Because people spend typically spend a lot of time doing it. Uh, and 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 in the long run, right? Uh, I I feel that you know is is one thing that you know uh, doing something that you love and then doing something for for, for a client. Um, yeah. People tend to get a little bit jaded much faster, mm. right? Uh, and and it's a and I feel that you know being being a, a scalable business is, for example, uh, I, you guys did it pretty well. So for example, like for offset, uh, if you want to scale it to Malaysia or or maybe Indonesia or Vietnam, for example, right? Mm. Uh, it takes us to replicate all our staffs into somewhere else, right? Uh, yeah. And that is wrong because. Like for example, animation is always done by people, and people are, and the style is defined by the, the designer or or the creative mm. director or the art director, etc. So bringing that cross to somewhere else and then try to replicating it, um, there is it's possible. It takes time, right? And and and, and, and then you know have, you have that problem of like you know how do you scale that business in terms of do you know enough people in that market to to like uh, get enough businesses or yeah. Or do we really like, for example, like if we're if we gonna scale there, how long are we gonna take? Is it gonna take like, uh, do we gonna take one to two years to build our ground there and then you know just do that? So imagine if we were if we were to take one place, uh, one country, we go uh, Malaysia, then we go Vietnam, we go Philippines, etc., and everything take two years to scale, for example, and then started start to mm. start to grow right on its own. Uh, that would take like eight years or even ten years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then as 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 much as scale, uh. Things, things tend to have a little bit of risk in terms of uh, that, mm. because we, there's always uh, cheaper open, uh, alternatives and uh, there's always uh, you know you have to pitch you being a, a design business is uh, I would say there's always a choice either we do it or someone else will do it right so uh, yeah. that the, the, the I would say like there's no there's no hundred percent guaranteed job so 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 it becomes a, a very high risk business as much as you scale so as when you scale more it becomes more risky yeah and it's, it's human labor intensive right yeah i mean it's uh, it's a very different thing that you are doing now because you're dealing with uh, technology and non non reliant as much to the to the people anymore right for ofio uh, for ofio wise we we are still human reliant but more it's more towards uh, developers now because um mm. we reckon like you know it, it uh, we're looking at a more mass crowd, but uh, like for example, we do uh, in Ophir, we, we design a great template, for example. Uh, that could basically uh, be there forever and it can impact a lot of uh, people around the world. So uh, it's a very different kind of perspective. Uh, for for Motion Design Studio itself, it's, uh, it's trying to create a content for a typical client and uh, for the client to scale. But uh, whereas for Ophir, it's, uh, we create one content so that we can scale for a lot of people out there. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, that's a different mindset. Yeah, it's just a different mindset. Uh, we're still doing design, but it's just, yeah, just you just how much how how the, the kind of different work that we we kind of impact people uh, and um we typically have uh better stats in terms of like for example this template we got like thousands of templates right so the thousands of templates uh why some some is always more more uh, more famous uh in terms mm. of choice um versus some that you know it's just not uh, that of a now, nobody actually chooses it sometimes, you know. Maybe it could be the thumbnail, it could be just the design, etc. Um, but uh, with all this, I think we can make better decisions in terms of design. Yep. Yeah. 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 But it's, that's, why, that's why we are very, that's why I say like, we are very focused on, on, on designing uh, stuff with statistics. Like. We, we don't believe in, in just uh, 
great aesthetics alone. Yeah. 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 So I think these two are quite important, right, for people to take note. Yeah, it is lah. It is. Uh, but <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I, it will take a while for people to see. Yeah, that's why. I, I think uh, one of the things that we may like um, as as a designer grows into their career at a later phase, uh, they will start seeing things a little bit more different from how they see at the start. Lah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and it's all all boils down to experience, right? It takes like you know people can keep. Yeah, yeah, it is. It has to you have to experience it yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are still actually figuring out a way, also. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, we, I mean, we, we realized this problem. I think upon starting Super Pixel, right? But we realized that okay, we didn't have anything much, right, to offer. So we just started this studio first, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then along the way, we tried to figure out, lah. I think we tried developing some products for children, you know, by using some of the content. Oh yeah, you and then we try to sell it to like toddlers. It's it's okay. I think it's it's quite slow. And then lately also we try to. I think we had some ideas of running like some. We collaborate with some universities in Indonesia also. So we try to yeah, but we 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 want to develop some programs for for these schools to collaborate. In their curriculums, because also we realize talent also is quite a big challenge for the industry. It is, it is. Yeah. So that's why you know I I teach myself. So that's why I I am quite interested in the education realm also. Yeah, so I'm yeah. thinking you know how I can <laughs> contribute in the design and the education. So that's why you know lately we've been talking to universities and how we can. I mean, there's no solid plan as of now, but. I think the next step I want to go is the education. I think. Mm, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it's a good angle because, like you know, giving back and uh, just, just you know, uh, just the next generation of motion designers. Like, if if we can scout uh, kind of the the thinking for the new uh, generation, the new industry, I think mm. a, a long way, lah. Because uh, sometimes you know when 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 uh, a lot of students they come up, um, they they have very they have a very fixated mindset of uh, how the industry is. But um, yeah. yeah, right. So so it's always good to, to to like because we are we are in this for a long time. I think it's good to give back, like, You know, let people know. Yeah. How to how to really survive in this industry and how to really be really really good at what we at what we do, like, And and yeah. And, and so that um, it's not just for the short run, rather than you can go make it as like a long term. Yes. Yeah. Which I think leads to my next question. I know you work so much, like a lot. Right, a lot of late nights, and yes, yes. I know it's like everyone wants to work on their craft, right, to get better and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. As an individual, as a climber, right, mm-hmm. you want to get good at your style mm-hmm. or visual style, right. But you know, having these two companies, two businesses, has this focus shift for you? Uh, I for me, I still I still love doing creative stuff. Um, I I still I still create direct for offset, uh, here and there. Uh, mm. How much have it shifted? Uh, I would say, like you know, in terms of of um, like Offset was the very first uh, business that we started. Then of course started with Mofio, uh, and then you know I have my side side stuff that I do for Instagram. Uh, if if I were to put in terms of uh, just being um, an entrepreneur or, or being like you know, uh, for example, an artist on Instagram, for example, I I I feel that it kind of links up back to just being creative. But of course, uh, in terms of priorities, I'll definitely you know. Just work a lot on on Ophio right now because uh, uh, I feel that right uh, with Ophio I I can impact a lot more people 
and I can I'm actually doing something that um, helps a lot of businesses out there. Um, and and to me that that is just um, kind of my my mission, uh, you know, in, in terms of uh, bringing tech and motion design coming together um, to create something very unique. Uh, I I love doing creative stuff. Like what I told you before last time, I, every time I open After Effects, it's the whole new world for me, right? Styles evolve a lot, right? Uh, and and, and um, design is always evolving. Uh, what is new school and what is like maybe five years ago? If as if you are in this industry, you pretty much will be able to tell like, oh, this design is like so dated. Yeah. So uh, I think being a main a, a full fledged creative uh, is very important for me now because uh, in terms of being just. Uh, being an artist kind of form or being just a designer kind of form or being a tech kind of form uh, I think you know being relevant in a creative uh, space is is, 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 uh, is crucial for me you know? so I I would say I mean yeah definitely I would have diluted my time here and there just because I have to you know, just just clear a lot of different stuff uh, but um I'm very happy doing it. <laughs> I, oh, okay. I'm truly happy, and, and, and uh, I am. Yeah, you know, just to me, it's my purpose, uh, And uh, you know, I will say there's not really. I mean, there's a lot of late nights for sure. Uh, but uh, you, like, like you know, I always tell people if you're doing something really, really happy, then then what's um, what are you gonna do? Like, I mean, that if there's a look like there's late nights, well, so so mm. what's the harm, right? I mean, you're doing something that you like, uh, <laughs> rather than you're doing something that you hate, and you have a lot of free time. <laughs> mm. Isn't that worse? <laughs> so, uh, if you are doing something that you like, for example, design or motion design or animation or whatever, uh, then maybe you know you should consider putting your like not just a hundred percent, a thousand percent, so that you can go far. And then you, the, when you go far, it kind of fuels your passion even a lot more. And then it goes, you 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 will go, you will make it a career in the long term, and it will definitely be something that you'll be happy about, like, Yeah, rather than you know we, we try to do things. Half here, half there. Mm. Um, you know, they, like, I want to be a designer. Nah, maybe not. I want to do. <laughs> <you know>. uh, <laughs> so that itself becomes makes you very, very confused, and, 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 and yeah, you, you need to know what you want and fight for it. And when you're when you really know what you want, then it, it will never feel like you're working. I mean, yes, like you're working, like, but it's just you're happy, like you know. You just, you just. I think yeah. the, the the most important is still now is just the joy. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think I've covered most of the the questions that I want to ask you. Awesome! 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 Anyway, maybe last question. What What advice do you think that you want to give to someone you know who is starting out? Uh um, I I I would say maybe if you meet if you meet your seventeen years old self. Holy shit! What would you tell yourself? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, I would say like you know, like if you. I would think it boils back down to the same thing. Like if you, uh, you got to ask yourself, uh, what really makes you happy? You know, uh, and, and, and being if being a designer is a tough route. Um, if I if mm. I'm something as well, tell me how 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 tough it is, right? And, <laughs> and like you know, just be prepared. It's gonna be damn bloody tough, lah. And uh, <laughs> it's gonna be um self improvement all the time, and uh, it's gonna be a lot of late nights. Uh, screw work life balance. <laughs> uh, I'm serious, uh, because like if you want a work-life balance, uh, I think okay. So so the work-life balance thing is, it, it gets better when your skills yeah. are better. So so when you are at the early phase, right, of being a designer or motion designer, you 
it's difficult to have work life balance and be good at the same time. It doesn't work together. Mm. So if either you you spend a lot of time um, becoming really really be a really really good designer, and then your life will get better because you typically have found all the answers mm. to solve the problem. Yeah. But when you are at the start, you are trying to solve you are trying to solve the problem with so many different solutions, and you are not sure which works right. And that's when the time that's when you know it becomes time consuming. Yeah. So so as as a young designer, I would say you know if you it, 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 Look at it as a, as a different perspective rather than uh, when I come out from school, I want to have work-life balance. How about looking at, let's not have work-life balance at the start, work damn hard, and then have work-life balance at, 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 at the later part of your world. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and I think the biggest thing that I believe in is, 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 is the 10,000 hours theory. Have you heard mm. about the 10,000 hours theory? <laughs> yeah, 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 I read. Yeah, I that well. mm. yeah but, but, but how I see it is like 10,000 hours is only for you to be very, very good at your craft. Like for example, I do After Effects 10,000 hours. I'll be mm. there for After Effects. But does that, that, that does not mean that I am a very good designer. I'm just a very good um, technicality guy, for example. Yeah. Yeah. But if you want to be a great designer, maybe it's another 10,000 hours. I would say being a designer is never going to be easy. Uh, but is, is it rewarding? I, I say I would say that yeah, it will be rewarding if you put in the hours. If, it will never be rewarding if you do not work hard for it. No, but I think especially when you're young, right? It's it's just the time to grind and do the best work that you can because you know. Yes. Exactly. Back then we didn't have so much, so many responsibilities, right? Yeah. And now look at you. You are married with a kid, right? Yeah. <laughs> when you wanted to to it's to grind, it's not possible, right? <laughs> it's it's. I'm trying my best, man. I'm trying my best, like like to play catch up all the time because like. Uh, once you once you have a family, you have a kid, you have a house, you have more responsibility, right? Yeah, uh, that's why I wonder, yeah, I, you know. Uh, I look at it as two angles, you know, like it makes our life easier, but the competition is higher right now. Yes, yes. Yeah. So um So that, that ten thousand hours you still have to put in. Huh? You still have to put in, yes. Uh, <laughs> so that, that, if everybody's like you know, in, in this whole entire spectrum of designers, everybody is like putting in their ten thousand hours. But if you're not then it's, it's difficult to keep up like, because like what you then then you feel you feel bad about your desires etc then and all these things are, are a cycle because uh, it all starts with, the, with, with just one one root problem of maybe if you were to put in a lot of hours and be really really good at something then you know I think you know you'll be one of them that that, that, that has that flag okay Clement yes 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 alright thanks man all yeah. the best. Send my regards to David as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See you. Thank you for joining us. We would love to hear your thoughts about the series. Get in touch and email us at creativewithin.podcast at gmail.com. We believe in learning from others and doing it in our own way. After listening to this episode, what steps will you take?